Before the Ranger Creed is recited by a formation of Rangers at a ceremony, you will always hear the narrator say, Will all Rangers, past and present, please join as we recite the Ranger Creed? Every Ranger will stand, and as they say those six stanzas, they are transformed back to a time when they had the pleasure and the burden of this brotherhood. That feeling is hard to describe. However, it's one that never leaves you. It's a connection that spans the globe and can be reignited when you hear the phrase, Hey Ranger, what battalion were you from? Amongst this formation, there are Rangers that stand out. They are legends of this elite organization, and when their names are spoken, people instantly have a story and for a moment, relive it. Legends of the 75th Podcast wants to capture that feeling and those stories. We want to ensure that these legends, triumphs, and sacrifices never fade away. So sit back with your favorite adult beverage and listen to the stories from the Legends of the 75th. All right. Hey, welcome, everybody. Uh, super excited to sit down and record another Legend of the 75th podcast. Hey, we just happened to get to sit down with one of my mentors um, and an individual that probably kept me from getting fired. At, no, didn't. Per, there's no probably about it. He did help me not get fired as a first sergeant up at 275. In fact, the exact conversation went, if you don't get better, and shut your mouth in meetings, you're going to get fired. In fact, I think that's exactly how the conversation went. So we'll talk about that as we went. Uh, yeah, kind of. Okay. And and the funny thing is, is the problem is he was 100% right. Um, I had no attack. Um, and uh, I just kind of said the first thing that came to my mind. So anyway, we'll get into that. We'll talk about that. I know that's a big surprise to everybody listening that uh, I, I, I had a tendency to be a smart ass and voice my opinion. I know that's a huge shocker. But anyway. Uh, we are sitting down with Sergeant Major retired, right? You're retired now, right? Are you still on term uh, leave? I'm still on term of leave, but yeah. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. much retired. Pretty much. All right. Uh, Sergeant Major retired, Adam Nash. So one thing that I actually did know is he served in every single one of the uh, the, uh, the four battalions. So he started off in 375, then did some time in RHQ, went back to 375 where he did his platoon sergeant time, 175 as a first sergeant and eventually becoming, or I'm sorry, first sergeant and ops sergeant major, and then went up to 275 as a CSM. From there, he left uh, 275 and went to 3CR, uh, 3rd Cavalry Regiment, uh, down in Fort Hood, Texas, uh, where he was a CSM. And most recently, he was the 4th ID uh, CSM up in Fort Carson, Colorado. Uh, a total of 15 deployments with the Ranger Regiment and then one with the uh, with 3CR he actually did as well. Um, he won Best Ranger competition also. In what year was that? 2004. Yeah, God, you're old. Okay, 2004. And we'll talk about that story about how he had no prep work um, and actually was drunk the night before before he stepped off. I'm just kidding. I that <laughs> uh, before he started the best ranger competition and successfully won it so anyway sergeant major retired adam yeah, how are you doing adam, that's right i'm doing great mike hey thanks so much for having me on this uh although uh you know i don't know if i fit that you know looking over your left shoulder the the poster of the, the legends logo there you had some legends on here um you know and when you asked me to do this I'll, i i thought about Doug Pallister's episode where he said he had a conversation with Mike Hall and he, he Mike Hall pretty much told him, Hey, you're not the best candidate. You're just the last guy left or whatever. 
<laughs> and uh, so when like people are like, "Hey, how'd you how'd you uh, end up doing so many years in in the regiment?" I just never left. You know, I right. everybody else, uh, you know, whether they they said, "Hey, I'm done." They've had their fill, got injured, or did something stupid. You know, sometimes it's just the luck of the draw, and, and uh, you know, you're the last kid on the wall getting picked for for um, for dodgeball and you end up on the winning team. So uh, there's a lot of luck in it, but uh, I, I love this podcast that, that you do. I'm, I'm kind of jealous that you came up with this. Uh, you've harnessed all your powers in your direction. Uh, I, I really like listening to the episodes because maybe it is because I'm old as hell, but uh, all of your episodes, I'm like, Hey, I know that guy. Hey, I know that guy. Hey, I know that guy. <laughs> right. Uh, so it's, it's, it's pretty cool. Thanks again. Yeah, absolutely. So, and I want to, I want to highlight like a very, very important thing for everybody. In a way, the podcast, all the podcasts that I've done, uh, the blogs, everything that we talk about that, you know, we do not only for the legends, but then also for always in pursuit is a direct result of Adam Nash. Yeah. I, I know. I know. You're like, how the hell is that possible? All right. So we're going to we're going to jump around a little bit in this episode. So when Adam was the 275 CSM, he came in and he had a good idea. He said, hey, we need to really do a better job of capturing the lessons learned from the senior enlisted of the formation. You know, and I remember all the first arts, you know, we got Ray Barrett. We got uh, uh, Andy Rubin, Julian Chavez, uh, Lopez at the time. Who is decode? Oh, Steidel. Uh, he was, you know, he was the first art. And then Harp. Uh, we had Harp at another point too. And you sat us all down and you said, How many years is in this room? Okay. How many deployments is in this room? How many lessons learned? You know, yada, yada, yada. And then you said, We need to do a better job of capturing this. And I have an idea. And we should do like a monthly or quarterly kind of publication called Sage Rants. And it's basically just a newsletter. And I liked it. I was like, wow, this is a really great idea. And I remember the first time I wrote, the the very first one that I wrote, um, it was terrible. It was absolutely atrocious. But John Steidel, who is my company commander, he sat down and he's like, no, the message is really good. You just suck as a writer. I'm like, okay, fair enough. You know, and he helped me. Like literally, like almost kind of like little three-year-old learning to read, you know, he was sitting there like, hey, no, this is where you put a period. No, this is where a comma goes, you know, and these are the word he's like, this is the word you used, but this is the word I think you meant, <laughs> you know, anyway. So I don't remember how many I ended up writing for that, like probably four or five, you know, we were better about it some months than other months. But I just remember when I kind of started to get the flow of it, like people would come up to me and they'd be like, hey, really love the message you wrote. You know, officers, all these different individuals. And then when it got sent out to regiment, regiment, you know, individuals would come up. They'd be like, hey, that was a really great message that you did as far as, you know, your, your portion of Sage Rants, you know, by 275. And I took that forward. I perfected my, you know, I got a lot, not perfected. I got a lot better at writing at the Star Major Academy, obviously, because you had to write a lot, you know, and then also, um, you know, doing college at the same time. So I was writing all the time. And then when I got to 2CR and I was a CSM, battalion CSM, I brought, you know, the Cougar newsletter, you know, which was basically a ripoff. I remember of, that. Yeah. yeah. Ripoff of Sage Rants, um, you know, and we did the same thing, and, you know, and the same result. 
And eventually I just got to a point where I was like, Hey, I'm writing so much. Cause I was writing a lot. I need to get this out here. And that's where I started doing, you know, the publications with the, from the green notebook, you know, and some of the other, uh, you know, blog stuff out there. Eventually we started our own blog, that stuff. And the recognition from that stuff is what was a result of the podcast. That's why we started all the podcasts because people are like, Hey, you need to do this in a, in a different forum where you're having conversations and talking about all these principles. And then always in pursuit, having a lot of Rangers, they're like, you need to actually just have just Rangers on. I was like, well, that'd be a completely different podcast. And boom, that's where Legend of the 75th. So the point is, is tying that all back, it all started with Sage Rants. Dang. Uh, that's like, um, it's like your little uh, memory lane just brought us down. It's, it's almost like when you get your um, your class about, what, you know, how the flash on the break came to be, you know, khaki is from, you know, um, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, Sage Rants, uh, how that came about is um, in, in, I've said this a couple of times, I'm not the smartest guy. And uh, when you're walking into a battalion, any battalion, and you had people like Daryl Thies who would put out notes like every month or every quarter. I remember reading those when I was at regiment. Oh. Uh, maybe I was at one seven five, you know, I, I would get, and I'm like, man, if this is the expectation that the battalion star major needs to do this or Birch's notes, right? Like, I think some people still have those. I do. I'm like, I I'm not the, David. Yeah. I'm not the smartest guy, but then I also started thinking like, why is it going to be the star major? Um, and I started thinking about my time growing up as a ranger and I never wanted to talk to the battalion star major. He was always a scary guy. But even if you were a team leader, if you were the squad leader, even a, a platoon sergeant, if you got to spend five minutes with your first sergeant who was closer to reality, like most Rangers, you know, you can't picture yourself as a battalion sergeant major because you don't see that guy, you know, except for like a battalion formations or right. if, you know, he catches you with your, your hands in your pockets. Unless you're uh, on a 275 in the old chow hall, then he positions his table right at the exit. So you have no fucking choice, but yeah. Not yep. me. Uh, he's talking about somebody else. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Definitely. So I think, you know, I said, hey, uh, how can I win at this? One, I can have my first sergeant's write stuff because I know the Rangers want to listen to them and hear stories. And, you know, we had a talented group. We had Mike Hill and ACO. Um, was it Alan Mortensen and Biko? You had Seco. Steidel was still Biko. And I think Harp. Uh, was HHC and Kreifels was Echo Company. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Uh, when we first started. Yeah. And um, I got my first arms messed up. All right. It's, it's okay. I mean, I was first uh, arms with all those guys. It was just, yeah, they transitioned out. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. But, um, and it's funny. Uh, and, and then Barrett was the Ops Art Major. So to, to get, and, and I knew you guys were going to go down a different direction because I think what I told you guys is, hey, whatever you're going to do, you know, just, just pretend we have a battalion formation and you get to tell the whole battalion, whatever you want to, you know, a lesson learned from combat life, whatever. And I think you hit a, a couple life lessons, not just, you know, Ranger lessons and some of your Sage rants, which, you know, I got to dig through my boxes. I know I printed those off and I saved them. Yeah, um, I would love to have those. Yeah. I would love to send those out again. I, I'll try to, most of my stuff's still in boxes, yeah. uh, but uh, I, I loved it. I loved reading your stories. Uh, I know the best is when it would come out. And of course, Rangers ate it up. The officers, NCOs, privates, they all ate it up. But the best part was uh, 
the pure rivalry that you guys had and then <laughs> would make fun of each other. Right. Like, Steiner, what the fuck are you even talking about? About this? <laughs> 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 or, or like, a, uh, you know, Hey, I think you guys made fun of Barrett and his West Virginia education or something like that. It was, it was just great. Uh, but, um, you know, I think that got the point across, but it also showed the talent that we did have, you know, a, a lot of times, uh, we take it for granted, the talent that you have in any formation. And, uh, I know I was fortunate to have extremely talented senior NCOs my entire time at 275. This was an excerpt of the legends of the 75th podcast. If you want to listen to the entire episode, Go to the show notes and sign up for exclusive membership. Why are we charging? Some of the guests want to know that their stories have a level of protection and can share freely without it being available to the general public. To produce a professional product, it costs money. Your subscription helps us ensure we keep it to the level of what's expected from this elite organization. The podcast is the first phase. We plan to add videos, apparel, Ranger history blog, and more episodes each month. So as Legends grows, you will get more bang for your buck. We don't want to interrupt or muddle episodes with sponsorship clips or ads. Your support is much appreciated. We look forward to building this exclusive group with your support. Rangers lead the way.